Good Hi. evening, Novos. How are we all doing? Even all. How are we doing, Lance? I'm all right, mate. You just cheering up notifications because it all just went like as soon as we go live, I get a notification from YouTube, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> live. We are. You see that? <laughs> Your computer. Hi, Nick. Thanks for joining. Hi, Danny. Special Even shout James, out! Nick, Special James. shout out to my uh, my guys on the Tizit team, old Danny, uh, Les, Terry, Wayne, and that they are honestly they they took me hostage, and it was the nicest hostage taking I've ever had. I was given sweets and chocolate, I heard about and this. Yeah, fruit juice. juices, yes, cartons of fruit juice. It was lovely. Very Terry, nice. hi Terry, hi David, Harry, James, oi, oi. Les. Les. Yeah, so uh, one of the guys in the chat, best hostage takers ever. Take a Highly Liz. recommend five stars. If you're up for a bit of hostage taking, yeah, give the give Les and his crew a ring. Yeah, happily oblige you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. Envious so. of your weekend. Yes, Nick, it was a good one, mate. Hopefully, you'll be on the next one, buddy. Yeah, keep an eye out for the for the release dates on the uh, on the tickets, mate. Yeah, get on that one. It's good. Well, we might as well plow straight into it because we've already started. So um, let's just go. Yeah. Balls deep. Octo eight. Octo eight. Operation Scimitar. Uh, which was at a site that I, for the life of me, could not remember the name. Where was it? Ultimate War Games, I think it's called. Ultimate, Ultimate War, War Games. Games in, oh, literally across the road from Brands Hatch. You can hear the truck, the cars, and the bikes racing around the track. That's how close you are, nearly to it. So, in fact, at one point, I think we were intercepting some of their radio signals as well. So. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wicked site, right off yeah. the beaten track. Uh, mixed bag of woodland, open areas, and. Uh, I mean, what he's building down there. I mean, the. Uh, oh, it's phenomenal. I mean, the some of the buildings. It's like, I mean, there was building work going on during the event. There, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, there was uh, him and a few of his guys down there, all safety glasses up with impact guns. You know, knocking up a police station to, over two stories and things like that. I mean, there's what well, for the plans that he's got for the place. Um, I think his name's Shane. I think is it Shane or Ben? I'm terrible with names. You'll get to. You'll realise this with me after a while. Um, I messaged him about. It, just said, you know, thanks for the for for hosting the game. Uh, at your site and you know what sort of plans you got for the future and he's you know the, the real of stuff he had come back to me i was just like wow this is gonna be epic once it's done really cool so yeah excited to get back down there again yeah ultimate war games I'm trying to think the location i'll post it on our Falcom. facebook Falcom, yes yes that's the one yeah it's near brands Hatch. so yeah happy days, oh yeah, shane his name's shane bray as well shane what did i say <laughs> i said ben i said ben or yeah there yes yeah. shane i said one of the two shane shane or ben <laughs> yeah that was awesome. I really enjoyed it. I like, did. I it was just nice it. to get out and like yeah, hang out with the guys and have mm -hmm. some food. Um, by the way, top tip: if you're gonna have a barbecue, take tongs. Um, tongs. Something Tongate. that we found out much to our distress was the fact that we had a barbecue. We had probably worth about sixty quid worth of meat. I think it was. Like, we had so much meat; it was ridiculous. Um, it was an amazing, amazing barbecue, except we had no barbecue tongs. So I had to uh, go all bare grills on it and like make some tongs out of some sticks, which you everyone did. utterly ridiculed until they were, you know, they, you, 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 you know, professionally whittled some tongs out or some spiky bits out of old twig, which is good. We've done the job, <laughs> saved my fingers from getting <laughs> annihilated in the flames, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, and Dave, David was recommending your salad then as well. Oh, David, I, I nice had another salad. one of them last night actually with my dinner. I wasn't take a picky and send it to you, but I thought best not. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> uh, Evening, guys. The guys. Hi, Patrick. You joined as well. Um, Les, Les had a good question. Who got a selfie with Lance? I know there were a couple people. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know Les and his cronies come up to me within about 30 <laughs> seconds. I'd literally just rolled my basher out across the floor and he's like, can I get a selfie? <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and that was all good fun. So just as a serious a serious public service reminder, if you ever, ever, I'm going to look directly at the camera, if you ever play a game with Lance, ask him for a selfie, please. It would make my day. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Gaz says, did they get it with your pouches? No, no, pouches. Pouches were there, but pouches um, pouches were just... Um, well, I, I used them to be my chest rig, didn't I? I took the rig, I took my plate carrier, Gaz, but didn't get it looking this weekend, mate. I was more than happy in the old uh, Northern Ireland chest rig, mate. I was well happy with that. So that stayed on me all weekend. Yeah, nice and comfy. Nice and small. Yeah, it was good. Done the job. So, so. obviously, we were there as the PMC. Um mm -hmm. Uh, what was our role? Our role was to basically, I think, fuck shit up was generally the kind of standing yeah. order of the day. Um, yeah. kill, so, kill, kill, and kill. Yeah. And so we were we were disbanding like oil oil things, oil pumps. Yeah, it's a You can tell I really paid attention to the story. There were some things on the ground that we had to push buttons on to like make them work. <laughs> Which essentially the Tizit oil pumps weren't they? So we had to isolate yeah. them. Uh, we had a, a series of targets we had to take out HVTs. Which I believe yeah. we completed, and then some. I think um, Jade, Jade obviously played her part played, very yeah, well. Yeah, that. wonderful yeah. acting. So we thank you for that. <laughs> it was very my favourite moment. My favourite moment was when the uh, there were the two oil workers that literally just came into the bushes in front of us, and they were like, "Don't shoot, we're oil workers." And literally turned, and then our like commanding officer Tim, Tim was like, "Take them out." <laughs> so literally <laughs> just two, two to the chest. <laughs> they died and then uh josh josh from gunman came over a later date to talk about something else he was like guys can you just not shoot my in-game marshals please <laughs> <laughs> so that was good that was good what was a what was a high point for you oh for the weekend blimey yeah. i mean obviously getting the team back together was a major one that was a long time coming so it was great to see uh you know the the 10 of the the punishers zulu one three that could make it to the event so that was cool so you know obviously a few uh, a few others of the band of brothers that weren't there uh, were sorely missed, you know. Uh, Mr. Kettles and Black Widow, they weren't there, <laughs> they weren't there and to mention a few. But um, it was great having all the guys back together and um, and obviously being a new site as well for me because, you know, I've never been there before. I haven't even heard of it until um, until this event was, obviously the October 8th event was being hosted there. And to find out that it's only sort of like 35, 40 minutes down the road for me, that's like, ooh, Hello. It's a bit local, like this. This is good. We like this a lot. So, um, so yeah, new site, team back together, great event, great staff. Yeah, the whole thing. I just it was I good gameplay I, as well. It was great like, gameplay. Yeah, there yeah. was there was fairness. You know, there was a couple of little, rooms, but you know, the, the 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 great gameplay and the great gentleman and ladymanship of the whole weekend completely outweighed any tiny tiny ickle little blip. That had um, occurred or anything like that. It was it was fantastic. It was really good. And then the atmosphere in the evening, everyone you could sort of talk ish, but you're obviously in your little bubbles of your groups, and that was well organised. Do you know what I mean? And and almost like everybody sort of naturally not kept distance from each other, but you know, you, 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 we've been doing it for a long time now. It's a sort of norm, isn't it? Unfortunately, it is the sort of a norm to do. So you keep even when we was getting the briefings in the morning, everyone sort of naturally stood, you know, two meters apart, plenty of mm. space. Josh lost his voice because he had to shout because we we're further away from him. Never mind. I'm sure we get over it with a couple of vinos. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It was just great. It was it was nice to see everyone back out and sort of a 
in a roundabout kind of way, a bit of normality to a to an event. So that was cool. I really I, I, and I love that's what I loved about it, it was every, seeing everyone out there, everyone buzzing. I mean, I was absolutely screwed by the end of the first day. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like my legs were in bits, and, like, and by the end of Sunday, I was just like, I don't even know how I'm going to get home. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Wayne says, uh, Wayne's here. Hi, Wayne. All right. Don't worry about being late. Oh, fresh, mate. How you doing? <laughs> Harry Badger says, uh, perfect weather by all accounts, too. It was amazing weather during the day. Um, I think, I don't know what sort of temperature it was getting up to during the day, probably about maybe 15 degrees. Um, at night, though, it did plummet down to about minus. Was it? You had the minus little five. temperature. Yeah, Friday, like into, Friday, into, Friday into Saturday morning, it got down to about minus five. On minus four, minus five. Yeah. But um, that was all good. That was all good. Well, so what, let's, let's, let's cover um, let's cover our sort of what we took, Mike. For um, so yeah. obviously it's a bit luxurious. You know, you, you, you're down tools at five p.m. and then you you're up sticks again at sort of eight a.m. the following morning. So you had that little eight nine hour period of um, well, no, a bit long, a bit longer than that, wasn't it? But fourteen hours ish of that sort of downtime where you sleep and chill. Um, so for for a basic sort of setup, I mean, I took my basher. I took um. Uh, my German infantry ground mat, uh, a very thin mylar blanket which goes inside my bivy, and then just an inflatable, self-inflating mattress which went on top of that, and then my DOS bag, and my um, which was my snug pack base camp extreme, and inside my base camp extreme I put the uh, snug pack jungle bag as well. So it was almost like a a main sleeping bag liner if you like, and that was obviously all contained inside my main bivy bag in my little basher. Happy as a pig and shit, mate. Toasty, toasty. I had a t-shirt, a pair of boxers, and a pair of socks on at night time. It was a bit brisk, I must admit, when I was whipping my strides off, stood outside, it's like a hard frost on the ground, and I'm just like, ooh, it's a bit fresh. So, Didn't you, did you wake up with frost on your beard? I, think, I feel, well, apparently I woke up with a frosty beard on Saturday morning when Dan arrived. You sort of just see your chin sticking out like like matey from the Beano, cow pies, just a big chin <laughs> out of the tent with a bit of frost on it. <laughs> but yeah, I was nice and toasty, and that, like I said, Boxers, uh, t-shirt, and pair of socks. Minus four, minus five, and it was good. The heater, it was that cold, uh, Les. It didn't even work because of the can <laughs> of gas. It just froze. It just would. It didn't even power up, mate. Waste of time you bringing it. But yeah, it was. Um, I was nice and warm, so the heater did nothing for me. Although it was, it was there um, in spirit. It didn't do a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> I need to lay See, on the can for a bit first. I went complete opposite end of the spectrum. We had a family tent. Uh, I had a cot bed. Uh, three woobies, a sleeping bag. Um, and I was literally the most disorganized person for this weekend. I, I oh, it couldn't have gone any worse for me, and honestly, the sleeping bag broke in the middle of the night, and I woke up with my leg hanging out of my sleeping bag. Um, which in the pitch black, I had a freezing cold, dead leg at that point. I didn't, didn't have any way of getting warm again. So, like, the sleeping bag, the zip had just popped completely open. So it was attached at both ends, but I couldn't cling it back together. So I sort of just shuffled in my sleeping bag. So I had the zip sort of face down. And I just laid there face down in my cot bed, just, like, shivering for pretty much <laughs> most of the first night. Um, second night, I managed to fix it a little bit, but it still went again. So uh, I'm in need of a new sleeping bag now. Um, and what was that, Mike? Was that, it's, it's was that down? Is it, is it an old bag, is it? Was it down to old age? Or it's was not it... that old. No, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't know if maybe I'd overstuffed it with the whoobies um, or if there just wasn't a lot of room in there or anything like that. But, um, yeah, it's a Snug Pack Season 4. Um, oh, okay. Probably bought it eight years ago. So it's relatively old, but it's not had, like, hard life necessarily. You know, it's not that you've um, used it week in, week out for that, mate. Yeah, no. is it? Do you know what I mean? No, it's like no, no. Three or four times a year sort of thing. 
no. So I was a bit disappointed with that. I mean, on top of that, I also I normally take when it's cold weather a load of the um, shake up thermal pack things. Um, oh, yeah, I had yeah. two of those, so I used one the first, second one the second night. Um, so they gave a little bit of warmth, but not not loads. I didn't have my my balaclava because um, that is annoyingly sitting literally next to me now. Um, <laughs> and half of my stuff I packed into boxes because I was literally just like, oh, I just need to throw. It. I just need to take it. Mm. Um, with the You've theory that at a least... few weeks to um to pack yeah. in there, really. To be fair, not much yeah. time. At least, at least if I if at least if I had it there, then I knew I could get it. Um, mm. whereas it was not very well prepared. So, uh, yeah, Gaz says lockdown weight problems. It might be that. To be honest with you, it, it might be I put on a bit more weight. Um, but yeah, it was very cold. I've done it before. Where I was stretched. I've actually forgotten that I'm inside the bag, and you know the little Velcro bit which holds the hood round. Sort of gone like. <laughs> And just rip, rip that. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah, never good. Evening, Mike. Night, thanks, Jordan. It's Ed. Oh, thanks, Jade. <laughs> she says, I always have a ton of sleeping bags and camping stuff in my boots. So shout if need be. Yeah. Had, had I known that, I probably would have done because I yeah. just spent the two evenings very cold. <laughs> just stood there shivering. Jade, can I have a sleeping yeah. bag, please? <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy kindly says that there's a really good channel on where guys talk about how to pack and should have watched it on Thursday. Um, I, yeah. I yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's it's a learning point for next time, and it's something I'm going to actually start taking a lot more seriously because um, this time around, I actually bore the brunt of not doing that properly. Like I think a few past kind of events, um, whilst I try and pack a little bit of the week before, um, yeah, it's just been chaos in my house at the moment because I've got all sorts of DIY and stuff with the with the wife feathering the nest and stuff. So um, it's, it's, it's a bit it's manic tough, at the moment. Right? Trying to find um, the time to do it and, and the space to do it as well. Yeah. Make well, sure I've got my new shelves, so I'll put some pictures of those up. But, yes, um, they're nice. Yeah, so I'm hoping that I should be there for the next one. So the next the next event, I'll be a lot more prepared. All squared away, ready yeah. to go, with a new it's sleeping fine. bag. With a new sleeping <laughs> bag. <laughs> so what do you go? So so let's go with our um, sort of loadouts in, Mike. So for the... For the uh, for the Saturday morning before kickoff, do you know what I mean? What what sort of kit was you prepping for that once we was up and about, ready for the game? Um, well, I had to be fair, my, my kit was probably one of the things I had actually prepared the most. Um, so I'm just going to load up a picture. Um, so this is what we generally both wore. Um, so I had my Warrior DCS in olive drab. Um, same with the belt, uh, and then just went with a pair of sort of olive trousers, and then we had the new team T-shirts. Uh, kindly, kindly prepared by uh, my my younger brother, um, and then I also went with uh, the tactical edge goggles uh, or glasses. Um, oh, which yes. were recommended uh, in a previous episode where we were talking about sort of getting overly sweaty and not being able to see and fogging issues. This is the first time, and genuinely, um, I was amazed I said, by these. I, I said that to you, didn't I? It's the first time I've yeah. ever seen you not wear mesh. Exactly, and I wore these the entire weekend without needing mesh at any point. Um, they didn't fog once on the Saturday. Uh, Sunday, they did start to fog a little bit. I think there was a slightly different uh, weather pattern on the Sunday. I think I don't know if there was maybe less wind or if we were running around more or something like that. Um, but these these only had minor fogging issues on the Sunday. Uh, mm. So I highly recommend these, to be honest with you. The um, These are the Edge Razor, I want to say. Um, but yeah, these are really good. Nice, so nice. I might, I might invest in a second pair of these. Um, I also bought some um, revision sawflies, but I didn't have a chance to use them. 
Um, mostly because these were working so well. I was like, well, I don't want to tempt fate and try something else. That's it. Um, I, I, I mean, I use the revision saw flies, the yellow tints, um, and I actually bought myself a little tin of that fog off uh, sort of uh, lubricant, I suppose. Well, not lube, it's um, anti-fog uh, sort of film. comes in a tiny little tin. I mean, it's it's diddy little tin. Little fingers worth on the inside and the outside of the lens yeah, with a dry cloth or tissue, whatever. Buff it all up or let it dry and buff it all up. No fogging issues at all. You know, fantastic, really good, perfect. The only time I did get a slight fogging issue was when we, um, th there was Zedpap gas within the game. There was a gas, a chemical weapon, if you like, that you had to handle. And if to handle that, you had to wear um, a mask covering, um, which is like, I've, I've got a 3M like painter's mask with the, with the dual filters on it. So I had that on. And obviously, a lot of the heat was blowing out from around the old snout. And obviously, where the beard is, it's not quite a tight seal. So I found that just every now, every so often, um, I get a little bit of fogging up um, to, to the center of the lens going out to there. But I think because of the fog off stuff, it um, it cleared really, really quick. So it wasn't really an issue, although it happened. It went to, it was weird. It's like when you put the whack the heaters on your windscreen, it goes and it clears really quick, yeah. it was literally like that. So it didn't hang about too long. So that wasn't really an issue. So yeah, that and fog off stuff, I was. Um, there was quite a few mixed reviews in it. Some people said it was crap. Some people said it was really good. You know, some were like didn't really notice any difference between this and the cat crap stuff. So, but um, I've never used the one before, and this is the first time I've used a, a like a like a an extra sort of layer of um. I'm trying to think how to describe. What would you say to describe it? It's an anti fogging. It's like anti -fog. Yeah, it's like an anti fogging agent something thing agent. Yeah, so it's the first time I'd used one of them, and yeah, no no dramas with it at all. Yeah, really good. I must admit, I did think the tin was going to be a little bit bigger. You know, blinking, you will lose it. <laughs> you show me the tin, it is literally like a 10p. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, really? Is that it? <laughs> but you obviously don't need a very you don't need a great deal of it. So it's a little yeah. dab on the tip of the finger and you know, just smear it on the lenses, give it a buff off, and it's all good. Yeah, so I, I was well happy with that. That was all right. Yeah. One thing I was gonna ask actually, do you run like a um strap around the back of your yeah, glasses? I have got one, yeah, but I always forget to put it on my glasses and I've yeah. got it in my it comes with it comes with the saw flies, it's a little clip on you can pull tight and it actually pulls the um Pulls the glasses tight around the back of your head. Um, yeah, but yeah. I always forget to put it on there. I've got it. Yeah, because that was the one thing I probably will get for these. Because um, I did notice that there was a few times I was sort of like having to move them around my face because I was just like, uh. Um, but yeah, uh, Dan, Dan says. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah like that's wax. it, mate. Yeah, it's very much like a wax. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good way. That's the word I look for. Wax. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Andy Daniel. says, Fog Off didn't work for me. Cat crap was a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lot of, I've read that as well, mate. Yeah. So. Completely agree with you. Crap, you can only order from the US, I believe. I might be wrong. Um, There's actually Dan's in the chat. Dan brought one, Daniel Wanstall, a very good friend of mine. Um, he brought one from Crawley Surplus and it was on their counter. It was like a really, really fluorescent pink uh, tub of uh, anti fog stuff, but I can never remember for the life of what it's called. Um, Dan, can you put it in the chat just so we know? Because you, you swear by that stuff. You said it's really good. I said I wanted a strap for the goggles. <laughs> Mike wants just to, to clarify, on. yeah, <laughs> to go with his strap on, he wants to strap for the glasses as well. Yeah, <laughs> dangerous old things, the old strap ons, they can poke you in all sorts of places, eyes, yeah. everything. Oh, <laughs> um, he's gonna check. So... Cheers, mate. Nice one. If you could yeah. be quick, please, we're in a live podcast and all that. Come on, chop, chop. <laughs> so, what what else did you uh, what else are you wearing, Lance? Obviously, you had your um. I think Under that's Armour. your Russ, Russ Camo Gilly as well. 
Uh, it is, mate. Yeah, with some added um, added bits and bobs um, from the, obviously from the forest, naturally picked up as on my way around, and some bits that I've had a bit of raffia and a bit of spray rattle can treatment as usual. Um, the, the Northern Ireland chess rig, and all I did there was it comes with like the buckle system as well, the, the click shut male female uh, buckles on the front. I took them off, um, take the excess strapping out of the way with a bit of sniper tape, and just relied on the Velcro, just easy enough to get in and out of the, of the each each pouch that's on there. Um, the new team T-shirt. Um, just a knockoff pair of OD um, tactical gloves, fingerless gloves. I've had them. They're the first ever pair of gloves I bought for Airsoft, and they're still going strong now. They cost me about nine ninety nine off eBay. So um, yeah, they're still going. They're still going strong. I had the my Viper tactical um, trousers with obviously the knee pads and all that, and then the um, um, Aku Pilgrim MOD GTX boots, which are banging pair of boots that I wear in trainers. So yeah, loving them all weekend. Um, and the Under Armour pants. Under Armour pants. Stop the chub, bro. Stop the chafe. <laughs> got to be done. Sorry, but you got to wear it. Got to be done. <laughs> I'm telling you now. You will not regret yeah. it. It's beautiful. I love it. I don't have Under yeah. Armour ones, but I've got something similar. And yeah, yeah, any they, well, oh, or, or similar. Do you know what I mean? Other uh, there's probably millions of brands out there cycling shorts or whatever they are. But it's just yeah, they're they're cracking. You know, they're an absolute lifesaver. Nothing worse than I've suffered with it for a, an event once before. Never again. Never known pain like it, and have to walk and run, and it's just like nah, red, red, bloody, almost to the point of bleeding by the end of it. Horrendous, nice. <laughs> a lovely image for you all there to picture. <laughs> so one, actually, going back to the uh, the trousers, you've obviously got the viper. Does he say viper with the? Integrated I, I think they pads. are. I think they might not be. They might. They, yeah, I don't. I, they weren't expensive at all. They were like 35, 40 yeah. quid, I think. But like, yeah, they've lasted me. I've, I've, this is like the third event they've had a run out for. There's no, there's no tearing or fraying of the seams or anything like that. Yeah, all good. Knee pads all good. These are these are Helicontex uh, SFU Next trousers. Um, now, while they've got like a, a thing that you can slide a knee pad in, um, it's not like a hard outer shell. And I always take the knee pad filler out because I'm always like, oh, this feels a bit weird and stiff and stuff. But I'll be yeah. honest with you, it's um, I did notice it this weekend. My my knees are bashed to. Yeah, right. mate, just... you've got it's got to be done. Knee pads are an absolute lifesaver, especially if you're on patrol and you're always taking the knee, this, that, and the other. They're absolute mm. must. Well, it was know. in the um, so some of the uh, fortifications at uh, Ultimate War Games, they've got um, like these little bunkers and things that you sort of get in and sort of crawl around in. And at one point, I was like, there was a little pillow um, that I don't know, left in there from some previous event or whatever. I was holding the pillow and just like moving it around so I could like get just a little <laughs> bit of comfort for my poor old knees. So yeah uh gaz says chub rub is a killer for us big lads yeah absolutely mate yeah. uh, oh dan's come back I isc absolutely oh, yeah, clear anti-fog gel there we go and um and that, that apparently that's a, that's a very good one uh, isc absolutely clear hmm. nice. as bob says anyone tried those trousers uh throwing up adverts on facebook's uh, step one, I think I've been tempted. If anyone can recommend, I yeah, I haven't. I've seen those. Um, they're the ones that like advertise as being like super tactical, super amazing trousers and stuff like that. I can't say I've tried them. I don't know about you. No, not not, not come across the advert. Yeah. I must admit. Oh, I'll forward it to you next time I get it. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Look forward to that. <laughs> uh, Nick says I suffer from from short legs, so built-in knee pads are in the wrong place. I use Black Hawk knee pads. Yeah, so I've got some external yeah, point, plumbers mate. knee pad type things that you can attach on there. Um, but again, just forgot to take them with me, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's another option. It's the external. I mean, I've, I know a lot of there's the classic um, Milsim cartoon sketch where it's like the knee pads are all out of like one's up on the upper thigh and the other one's down by the ankle. 
Um, they normally are not even even real steel guys. You see them when you see them on patrol. Nine times out of ten, the left the left knee pad sort of slid down. It's on the outside edge of the yeah. left ankle, isn't it? Just like kicking about. Yeah. You know, there's only so many tight so long it's going to be held up there. I had a set of black hawks, but after a while, the elastic started to go around the back. So no matter how tight you pulled it, it still stayed loose. It's actually a shame you can't get like a tactical trouser that's got like a like a, a hook and loop type thing on the front where you could actually just bang a pad on it. So you could so it's like fully adjustable. So rather than it being like a dedicated length, like Andy said, uh, Nick said, sorry, same as me, I've got short legs. You had like a, a like a train track sort of strip of Velcro down the front of the trouser, and it wasn't like the retainable stuff. So if you could cover it with a um, it, it came with like a sort of a covering, so if it wasn't in use, you could just cover it up. If you needed it for the knee pad, it'll, it'll sort of come into a section. You can just bang a knee pad on there if you wanted to. That'd be quite cool. Sort of reti- retain one in place. Yeah. I think that'd be better than the straps going around the back of the legs. I've, I've always struggled with them. I've always found them a bit of a ball, like if I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apologies, apologies, Andy. Uh, Andy Bob went the boxers. The step one designed to stop chub rub. Apparently, I have seen those as well. Yeah. Um, oh, so I think I might have come across yeah. them. Very, very excitable gentleman advertising them in the video. Yeah. Yes, I think I have seen them. Yeah. It's like, buy our pants. Yeah, pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also says, uh, with no knee pads, I highly recommend Emerson as they have drawer adjusters in the legs so you can pull the knee pad in the correct place. Okay. Oh. Ah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, just, just need something with knee pads. Honestly, I'm so, so battered and bruised. Um, I don't know if like you can make out my arms. I went through so many like bramble bushes, um, with the uh, confidence of a younger man. I was just mm. like plowing through, like, yeah, this is fine. This is no problem at all. Um, obviously with the medic rules as well. Um, it wasn't sort of the the, the classic medic rules that you find on most, uh, most games. Sure? Um, you can obviously get crawling, um, which is something I've never really seen before. Outside of yeah, I, I, I did myself a misjustice on, on that one as well. I must admit, with the medic rule, because I completely forgot about the whole you can get wounded in the arm but use the other arm, and I was just calling hit, which is obviously it's 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 a it's, it's no by no way is it cheating and, and and like giving profit. I'm not profiting from it. I'm, you know, I've said I'm doing myself out of a being able to carry on. So essentially, you know, someone was clipping me in the arm, and I was going hit and waiting for a, to be able to medic myself back in with someone covering me. So, which I you know shouldn't have been really. I could have still been able to fire with the other arm or or whatever. So yeah, yeah, must remember that for the next time. But this is like, well, like I said, I was talking to one of the guys there, and I said this is the only event that I've been to that has that rule. So it's very difficult to adjust to that medic rule when all the other milsims you take part in is just a normal, like a normal standard. You are you take a hit, you stop, you drop, you call for a medic, you wait, you get your your dressing put on or your tourniquet put on, and then you get back in. You know, it's difficult to think, oh, shit, I've been hitting the left arm, so I can use my right arm and, and sort of crack on right-handed, do you know what I mean, or crawl to someone, you know what I mean, which is great for the immersion side of it and things like that, you know. But obviously, it's just trying to remember it all. <laughs> yeah. For me. But the, crawl- no. the crawling worked as long as there wasn't a bramble bush in the way. Which exactly, yeah. always seemed to be the case with me, so I was just crawling across the ground. <laughs> and just, oh, some of the lacerations I've got are horrendous. Like, but I mean, I'll heal, but, yeah, my wife thought I'd just been six rounds in a boxing ring. Like, I'm so bruised. <laughs> Come look at me. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look what I've been through this weekend. Yeah. So what were some of your highlights of the gameplay then? Oh, the gameplay for me. Well, from our, from our sort of PMC sort of side of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I'll save the best till last, which was what we pretty much did on the actual event, wasn't it really, <laughs> as well? But I mean, it was, it was just it, like... Moving us, moving around as us as a team, it's sort of like sort of second nature anyhow, really. You know, to be fair, and I think obviously with a PMC role, you can sort of afford to become a little bit more lapse if you like, because you're not quite 
not, I'm not trying to fucking poo-poo PMCs or anything like that at all, but you're not getting drilled for, like you would be, I suppose, in a, in a, in a, in a proper sort of like um, a regiment or a squadron or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? So we could sort of afford to bimble, if you, I want to use the word bimble a little bit. Um, but obviously still remaining, you know, still covering your arcs, this, that, and the other. I mean, we have great movements throughout the weekend, you know, from going from uh, wooded areas to across open ground back into wooded areas and things like that, you know, laying down cover fire. Um, and it was a very, it was very close. I mean, every engagement, I mean, I mean, we lost a fair few of them. We won a few of them. It was, it was, it was very close engagements. And, uh, obviously the one thing that didn't stand us in good stead was obviously the numbers we had against us for a majority of the event. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't, that didn't really do us any favors, but I like to think we held our own. I think we held yeah. our own. So to clarify, um, there were three, there were three factions. There was the Tizit, uh, sort of civilian rebel forces, um, there was the JTF, or as some of our team can't ha- apparently handle acronyms, they were JCB, ATMs, CBAs, MFI, yeah, one of our team kept on referring to them as PMC, and I was like, no, yeah, so no we're that's PMC, <laughs> don't shoot them because we are them. Oh, 600 yards. Um, oh, Johnny, 600, yeah. Yeah, the the the, uh, the guy the guy in question uh, at one point showed enemy sighted six hundred yards, but boy, that's a long way off. Yeah, like, where where are they then? Where are they? The co-op. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cracking. There's, there were some nicknames. Um, uh, Julian was another nickname which just sort of uh, came to yeah. head. I got right, salad so for obvious reasons. The Julian one. Um, <laughs> We were playing some music in the evening, and Lance said, I'll play some dueling banjos. Now, I'm a little bit deaf at the best of times anyway. Um, and I genuinely thought he said, like, Julian banjo. So I'm sitting there trying to find on Spotify this Julian banjo. Couldn't find it for ages. Everyone's getting a bit frustrated that we're sitting there in silence with no music playing. And they're like, oh, what, what, are you, what are you looking for? And apparently, he's suggesting Julian banjo was the funniest thing in known to mankind. So... <laughs> Julian Banjo. Yeah. It was. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> Evening, Mark. How you doing, mate? Hi, guys. <laughs> um, I think my highlight was uh, the one that Wayne's just pulled up, which is the I've got a grenade. Um, so, as sort of alluded <laughs> I to... I wasn't there for this, but I wish no, I No, you weren't. As alluded to back at the beginning of the stream, basically, I was taken hostage. Um, more more for the fact that I was just like, yeah, come on then. Let's have a little bit of a role play type thing. It's always a bit of fun. Um so one of these boys took me hostage. They took me back to the base um, and they sort of secured some of my weapons, but not all of them. Um, so uh, through a little bit of uh, sort of subtle grabbing or whatever, I managed to get a, a Mark V um, and then struck it, ran over to the JTF commander, threw it at his feet and went, ah! at which point I'm then stuck there with my arms out wide, looking at this grenade as it's just sitting there fizzing on the ground. Everyone else at this point is just scattered. And I'm there for a good few seconds, just like, oh, no. And then it went bang and ended up just killing myself. So that was <laughs> Operation Operation Assassination went very, very poor on that one. Yeah. Um, to be fair, to be fair, though, we made up for it the second time around um, when we teamed up with some of the Tizit rebels um, and they sort of snuck us into the base. And then uh, old James Mins and myself, James had a grenade tied up behind his back like that. So yeah, he sort of had one. He just pulled the pin out and dropped it. I pulled the knife out my plate carrier and just started stabbing. I think we probably got about like, maybe like nine people there, nice. there and then. 
At which point we were then dead, and then you came plowing out of the tree line with like the rest of the PMC guys. Um, the rest of the rebel Tizic forces came plowing out the other tree line. It was amazing. It was like proper something from a film. Like everything's in slow motion. You just got Lance sweeping over the barricades, just taking people. I, out. No, I just like to do when it when it's something like that. I actually just genuinely like to do it in slow motion. So I'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's when you try and dive over a barricade in slow mo, it doesn't quite work. You just end up like like a slug falling off a wall. <laughs> oh, that that proper last little engagement type thing. I, I know yeah. it didn't um, get the impression that you seem to sort of follow with the storyline necessarily, but oh, that was an amazing, amazing little end of the day. It was good. Yeah, yeah. it was a it was a fine twist. It was a fine twist. Yeah, thoroughly enjoy. So, so regarding the site, then, Mike, what was your what was your sort of best like? I don't know, like, oh Christ, can't wait to see that when it's done, or you know, best sort of feature about the Ooh, location you were uh, at. I don't know, to be honest with you, like, I I just liked all of it. Like, it would because I mean, it was a, it was an odd one to go to because obviously you've got effectively two halves of the site with this sort of safe tunnel through it, um, mm. which I had some sort of premeditated not premeditated like um i just wasn't sure about it on the way up to the event i was like i don't see how this is going to work whatever but it seemed to work absolutely fine sort of mm. the way it ran um yeah. but it was nice having sort of two very different types of map either side so you had like one with like a big big kind of compound area which is where we were um and then you obviously had the other side that had the big open field and things um, and I, I did. I did particularly enjoy. There was this this little moment where the PMC all just pushed across the field and big arc stuff like that. It was quite cool. It yeah. kind of felt like I'm I'm a part of this big team at that yeah, point. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I know uh, somebody put in the chat um, whether we were in sort of smaller teams or bigger teams and stuff like that. So uh, it was Nick. So were you in one big team or acting in smaller teams? So for the most part, we we were kind of in. Probably about a team of ten. So yeah, so it was sort of like two sections, wasn't it? Overall, there was, I think there was like seventeen, eighteen PMC in total. I think um, with a couple of last minute guys who, who unfortunately couldn't make the event. Um, so it should have been sort of like ten to like an, an alpha and bravo, if you like um, ten and uh, ten in each one. But obviously, so we had ten of us, and then and then occasionally we might send a little recce patrol out with like a sniper, a spotter, and one other um, little three man recce might go out and just like little plot ahead, you know, a couple of hundred yards down the road. Or six hundred yards down the road, should I say, um, and have a look about, come back to us. The other thing we had to contend as well was a bloody drone all weekend. Oh yeah, fizzing and zipping above us like a fucking gnat at a barbecue, just bugging the fuck out of everyone. Yeah, I spent <laughs> quite a good, lot of that weekend good. just swearing at the drone. Yeah, if you, 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 you like under tree, you know, fucking drones back again. Yeah. <laughs> so JTF had like a, a drone support. Um, I think the idea is sort of like you know NATO forces and stuff would have. Uh, a lot of sort of more aerial surveillance and the like. Um, so they're rightly so. Do you know what I mean? Rightly so. Yeah. It was cool. Um, so you could always tell when JTF them, were coming because they'd get, get one this drone tree hat next time. Like, you know, the umbrella hat. I want to get a, a palm tree just, it, <laughs> just to deploy it. So it, it's straight up, and then yeah, so not, you get a drone, poof. Not a ghillie suit, then, just a palm tree hat. <laughs> just a palm tree on top of my head, on top of my suede. Just stand still. <laughs> drone. Anti drone measure. Although, to be fair, I think, um, I mean, I can't. So we, we were like the Charlie team. There was a Bravo team as well. Um, I, I can only speak for Charlie team, but I think we were pretty good that when the drones started sort of coming over, we would dive into the bushes and stuff. <laughs> exactly, yeah. right, mate. <laughs> 
Yeah, five. Um, so yeah, I mean the the drone seemed to work quite well uh, for the JTF. They sort of you know were able to sort of coordinate movements and the stuff a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. But that being said, I think the sort of the TISIT and PMC gave everyone a run for their money still anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like I said, a lot of firefights. You know, I didn't think they were very one sided at all. Um, I, I mean, there's one particular moment I'm not going to be sort of biased towards the PMC because I was on the PMC and it just happened to be one of our resident Punisher snipers that um, sort of thwarted a, a, a JCB counterattack, wasn't it, on our side of the border and um, laid up on his own sneaky little boy, yeah. as Kenny, uh, who got who got massive praise for it. And it was it was a wicked little movie, Paul. So, um, yeah, kudos to Kenny and a, a lot of the sniper guys that we had with us on the PMC from, from both sides, from... From the Bravo and the Alpha teams, they were really, really good. So, um, yeah, just John yeah. needs to work on his distance calling. <laughs> Six hundred yards, keep behaving uh, yourself. <laughs> so, what would you um, what would you do differently next time? That's obviously one of the major learning curves, and that is this. What, what? Uh, you, next time, I'll bring trainers on? instead of suede loafers. Um, yeah, for uh, for downtime and a pair of joggers as well but like i said you know a lot of events you go to once it kicks off it kicks off and you're there all night so it's it's nice these october events are nice you get a bit of chill time in the evening but i know i just I, I, one thing i cocked up on is i've just had my fatigues on me do you know what i mean so i had to keep them on for the evening until i sort of got my dos bag so it'd be nice just to have a pair of like, just a pair of joggers or something like that or or whatever in the summertime a pair of shorts to chuck on in the evening so i'll remember that you know the, a little a little side list to the list main milsim list and you've got side opto list of little luxury bits that you can take because of the, the sleeping arrangements that in the evening so <clears throat> would you go with the batter set up again i would do yeah and and, it, and the reason i did it obviously yeah i've, I've got me i've got me i mean dan brought his fishing bivy because we go cart fishing together and that so we both got our fishing bivvies and, and bivy chairs and beds and luxurious cart fishing beds and it's all very luxurious and these are things that you definitely require to catch cart fish you know for fishing you need these luxurious beds in that um and i could have taken that but i thought you know obviously for doing what we do um and obviously you're using your, your big uh luxurious tent i haven't got one like that that i can use so i thought well i'm just going to go back to the old school just take the basher uh, roll mat and just to show you know obviously you can you can uh camp out at an event with the very basics do you know what i mean i had, I had a my snug pack based camp extreme bag with a jungle bag inside it basher a couple of poles a roll mat and a and a uh, mylar sort of blanket underneath just to re- reflect the heat back at my bag and i was absolutely i was proper toasty <clears throat> and i must admit i was concerned i was because when i jumped in the bag that friday night and i thought it's really fucking cold out here <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> so i got my strides off jumped in my bag and i still have this I, I have my softy jacket on that'll go everywhere i mean it's got full of holes it's really stinks and it's horrible but it's lovely and warm um, I had my softy on. I got my bag, and I thought, nah. I said, no, nah, don't want to ditch the jacket. So I literally had my t-shirt, and and I was laid there sort of five minutes. I thought, oh, hello, not too bad. And I thought, no, nah, I don't feel the bag warming up now. Do you know what I mean? The body heat sort of filling the voids up in the bag, and I was actually proper toasty, like proper. It was like, oh, this is wicked, like proper snuggled yeah. in. And it was odd because I could have my head, like I could literally put my head out into the elements outside, looking up at the stars, freezing cold. But I was just lovely and warm it was, it was really odd oh, that jacuzzi effect but like the rest of your body yeah is really warm absolutely that yeah. but it was so it was such a nice comfortable sleep i, I, I mean yeah. not that i've got much sleep but um i was up to about three o'clock talking <laughs> with mr marcus around the campfire yeah oh three hundred yeah, hours that's right mate well you, do you know what it shocked me as well i looked at the watch i was like shit we got a bed got i've just noticed hours. as well les has got his little selfie photo of you in there as well. <laughs> is he re- oh yes <laughs> 
and there it is. And I think that was the first <laughs> selfie took at the event. Fair play, yeah. mate. <laughs> oh, I love that. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I was I was snug as a bug in a rug. Really was very impressed with that. So that was cool. <clears throat> it was good. Nice. I've um. So one thing I've learned is uh, the hydration tube from Source Source Hydration. Um, if the end of it pops off the little actual mouthpiece, you can't get any water out of the tube. Um, so when, when basically, when I, I don't know where I've lost it, but at some point I've clearly been moving around or whatever. It's the first time it's ever happened, but the end of this tube's gone. I, I don't know where it is now. Um, so I was carrying a, a lovely liter of water around with me that I'd have loved to have drunk at any point throughout the game. Uh, but I was sort of stuck to drinking it just purely when we were on sort of downtime. So I'd have to open up the hydration bladder and just drink it straight from the bladder. So mm -hmm. I've now bought a few little extra mouthpieces. So I've got one like backup kit type thing so that I can always just tap that one if I need to. Yeah, nice. Um, and that, that source hydration, mate, so it's got its own individual sort of sleeve that it sits in. So the bladder actually sits inside the a pouch, if you like. Yeah. 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 So I know, you, so I know, you could I know chuck you love a pouch. One of those, the pouch one of those is little spare. Ever so as well. One of those um, spare so mouthpieces. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, you could put yeah. one of the spare mouthpieces in there then. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, I didn't just because I weren't running my rig. I didn't have my my um my camel back, which I've got on my plate carrier, so I wasn't running it. So I just had a couple of 58 bottles in my in my assault pack. And that and that done me fine. That was good. Did you yeah. carry the I, I can't remember? Did you carry the assault pack the whole way around? Because I know at one point I had my little um, Miltec bag on. Um, and I'm I'm pretty certain that I was laying there in the bush thinking I'm super stealthy and probably had this big backpack sort of sticking on the back of me. Yeah, no, I, I pretty much had it. I think in the first instance when we first patrolled out to our sort of harbour area, if you like, over in our in our zone, I ditched it there along with a fleece, and then promptly we come back, um, and then I had the bag on me for the rest of the day, and I think I had it for the rest of it after that. I just kept it on me because, like I said, it had. Um, had a couple of snacks in it, a couple of liters of water in there. So I just thought, for this and for the size of it, you know, and like I said in the previous episode, I said I don't really know what I'm going to use this for, but it actually worked really, really well. You know, essentials. I could keep a first aid kit in there, a couple of liters of water, a couple of snacks. Um, I kept a spare battery and a spare comm set um, in there, which um, which was handy because I think Marcus's comms actually went down. So he, I lent him a fist mic in that for the rest of the event, which was cool. Um, so yeah, it worked out really well. You know, no problems with that at all. And you know, it's, it just sits there nice and snug on your back. And you, you really don't really know it's there. So it's a nice little size pack to have on you. It was cool, that was. Andy said, go back to this again. Did anyone get a photo with you and your pouches? Wasn't you going to give someone a free game or something? <laughs> um, no, I didn't say that. I think it's a big mouth here said that. That has nothing to do with me, mate. <laughs> so yeah, you need to take up with him next door or wherever he is. There he is over there. Um, I, I think there was something about a sticker or a patch. I'll give you a free a, sticker if you get a three sticker picture of my comms pouch, and the comms pouch was there. Comms pouch was there, but nobody, nobody yeah. come. Nobody, no, no, no. I didn't, I didn't broadcast it, <laughs> but it was there. It was there for everyone to see. If you come over to where we were, and you would have seen it at a distance, you could have quite easily seen it laid out. There it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, serious question now. Uh, so Nick says I've never used a water bladder. I think I'm still on the uh, black water bottle. Is there a lot of upkeep for them? Um, yeah, really. there's not as, a clean it, as, soon, as but, soon as you get back, clean it out. Yeah, yeah. As long as you're not scummy, fucking Nick, and doesn't clean their their camel bladders out like certain people, um, you'll be yeah, alright, mate. I, as soon as I get back from an event, mate, I, I, I only ever put water in there. As soon as I get back, fill up with water, give it a good old slosh about, upend it, leave the cap off, let it hang it up, let it dry out so it's completely bone dry. Once it's done that, hung up on a cupboard door in the kitchen for a couple of days or whatever it is, just to drain it out, lid back on. 
Splash. Yeah, it's done. Some people chuck them in the freezer. Does the job. Yeah. There's milk there's there's massive. My way is probably not the cleanest way of doing it, but I only run water in it. I'm the only one, I'm the only one using it. And it's 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 absolutely fine. You know, I've I've never done it any other different way apart from giving it a good clean out. You know, I might give the uh, the actual mouthpiece a good scrub in the in the soapy water and give it a proper wash. But the actual bladder and tube itself, I just run clean water through it because that's all it's had running through it. So yeah, no biggie there, mate. Yeah. Do you um do you do the same with your water bottles? Yeah, just rinse them out. Just run all I run is water. And if I if I make a drink, it's only ever in a cup. If I make coffee, if I use a uh, a powder fruit powder drink or something it's always in the cup i never put anything inside the bottle itself i just use purely use them for water because it's easier to keep them clean yeah as soon as you put like, it's like some people if you get like an actual like a normal flask for specific street and picnics as soon as you start making coffees in there like actually have coffee it, you'll never get it like clean clean again so i always like i said flask i'll just boil it up water and then i'll make a coffee in a cup rather than having it already pre-made you know what i mean so yeah yeah fair enough uh, Joe says, what would you not take with you to the next Octo, Octo game? Ooh, uh, what would I not take with me? I took the 249, but their fuse went in there after about five rounds. Mm. Which is a bit of a ball. Like, well, so I, 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 I would take that again, though. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I didn't really pack anything that I thought really didn't need that uh, for the event, I must admit. Obviously, I took my basic load out. Um, I'd probably consider not taking my plate carrier because, obviously, like I said, I've, I've just cut about my chest rig, so I'll be um, I'll be more than happy to do that again. So I'll probably, I may well ditch the plate carrier off and leave that at home and sort of keep that for more doing um, um, sort of NATO Blue 4 stuff and have it as a sort of dedicated sort of JTF sort of rig. Um, so, yeah, that, that's probably one. I'll, pro I'll probably leave the, um, the me, me a DCS at home. For the for for the next octo, if I can make it, which I'm pretty sure I can, and just I'll just have the uh, the chest rig. Like I said, it's banging, so nice and comfortable, really good. Highly recommend that the Northern Ireland DPM chest rig. Good bit of kit. Like yeah. That. So yeah, probably I think, for me, there, yeah. <clears throat> I think for me, there's probably two things that I wouldn't take. One is NIMH batteries. Um, I'm slowly becoming a lipo convert. Um, with with uh, I don't know why I've always just used NIMH. Um, and I charged them all up, and literally the first one I put into my uh, my little new Pro M4. Was thinking, right, well, I'll do it, take an easier weapon out first time to kind of get to the, the site a little bit and stuff. Um, put the battery in; it fired of about three feet on the on the range, which was really really kind of amusing for the guys on the Chrono standing there watching me. Literally, just like beep, beep, and it's like oh, straight away. Um, oh. So I'm probably going to only take. I'm going to get some more lipos and probably just take lipos from now on. Um, mm. But the other thing I genuinely won't take, I don't think, is um, so I've been taking like blue BDUs and stuff for when we're doing um, kind of more civilian stuff, um, and it just stands out like a sore thumb. Like I get that obviously with the PMC we weren't meant to be in like camo um, camo patterns or anything like that. Um, but I, I'd sort of taken it down the other end of the spectrum, and I had uh, like uh, one of them was about this color. Um, I had one that was lighter than this as well. Um, and I ended up just wearing tan for the entire weekend because it's a lot more camouflage. Like, I don't want to visibly stand out to get shot more. Um, so that's probably something that I will probably not take to an Octavator game. Unless, mm. unless we've got a role that's like an undercovery type role or something like that, which is meant to be, you know, a little bit more flamboyant or something like that. But for yeah, most for part, sure, yeah. So, but it's quite cool. Yeah. Obviously, with PMC role, you can afford to be more um, individual with it, can't you? I mean, if you want to wear a pink mm. T-shirt, you can. You know what I mean? There's nothing stopping you. 
it's up to you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just stand up to you. out a lot more, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would do. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, you, you know, you, you you got a lot more rope to hang yourself with, haven't you? As PMC, you <laughs> have JTF or something. JTF is like multicam or whatever it is, US Woodland or or whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I, I mean, think the tizzit. I might be wrong, guys. Guys in the tizzit, please correct me. But I think they were being inspected at one point by uh, one of the. Uh, one of their commanders or something like that was like inspecting them to. Sort oh, I heard about this. Yeah, someone's, for someone's getting, somebody was getting a probably, probably Les and Terry. I'd have thought getting the right dressing down, <laughs> pissing around as usual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gaz says, I'm sure Mike said about a patch. Yeah, you know what? Um, I will talk about patches at the end of this, but um, I'll tell you what the first person, the first person that takes a photo of Lance with a commons pouch, it's only the first person I'll give a free patch to. How's that? There you go. But I'm not going to come. I'm not going to come voluntarily. So I'm going to have to be restrained for this photograph, right? To make it a bit more of a battle. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. You want some? Come get some. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dan says lipo twenty six of two hundred. 2,600 amp hours, 7.4, best battery I've ever used last weekend. Yeah, so that's that's the thing. So I've got one LiPo battery that I um, bought off Lance for a game um, after one I put in, the gun started to smoke and catch fire and a bit flamey-flamey. So that's the... uh, I only used that LiPo for the whole weekend. Never had to change it. It was fully charged. I haven't either. Um, So, yeah, I'm probably going to get a couple more LiPos. What about the Titan batteries, Mike? Have you heard up about much about these Titan batteries? I hope a lot of people jumping up and down about them. Apparently you don't no, have to discharge them. You don't have to put them into storage mode. You can just you can just chuck them back in your bag or you know keep store them securely, obviously. But you know you can whack them on charge from being three quarters down or half empty and recharge it, and it doesn't affect the cells or anything like that. Apparently they're supposed to be. If you're looking, yeah, okay. if you're in the market for new ones, might be worth looking. I think they're a bit pricey. I think that's sort of like forty five, fifty quid. Hmm. But um, apparently they're they're bob on. There we go, Wayne. Oh, I love a Titan. Yeah. I know um, my brother, I don't know if he's still in the chat. I know he's recently I'm not sure got if Wayne's a, saying I love a Titan or I love Tit Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Ian? And I want to see his tits. Come on. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I know uh, my brother's recently bought like a lithium iron battery, um, which is obviously, I think, slightly different to a life. I'm not a battery expert. I don't really understand them, to be honest with you. Yeah, the no, only thing I have bought. To make sure for this this uh, lipo battery I've got is like the fireproof safety bag type thing because yes, I am I am paranoid definitely. and that's the one thing that's put me off lipos I think it's past the fact that obviously there's a slightly increased fire risk and stuff like that yeah um, so, <laughs> sorry Wayne's just called you a sod hey <laughs> come on fresh meat don't be yeah. like that <laughs> uh, Terry says I love my Titan too. I might have to have a chat with those guys about their Titan yes and definitely find chaps, yeah room. and do well, they I come have a chat with uh, Terry about the Titan and Wayne about his titty and <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about Wayne about Ian's Sorry, tits. Wayne. Love you, bud. <laughs> Love you, bud. Because <laughs> you're on your eighth. Because. Um, um, I wonder if they come with Dean's already on, or they Tamia, or they both, or. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I've I've got the little adapters. Um, oh, you said about them, yeah. Yeah. So um, my stoner runs um, on Dean's, whereas all the rest of my rifles are a Tamia. Um, so rather than sort of convert them and actually. Know, make my life easier i just bought like a little adapter for i think it was like two or three quid that you can literally just connect in and then it transfers between the two yeah. um so that that sort of makes life a little bit easier um oh yeah. it comes with both oh wicked nice one there we go i might have to invest i might have to invest yeah. in one then see if we can get Sounds a group good. group purchase <laughs> yeah 
uh les said <laughs> going back to the uh the roll call thing uh yeah les said yeah she ripped the shit out of us but mate she played a part well and uh jade who i'm i'm pretty certain was the one doing the inspection said yeah and they fell short as well uh, so, yeah. efforts must be doubled for the next one <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, Andy's got a Titan as well. Titans are clearly a lot more popular than I thought they were. I've never even heard of them before. Titans Ooh. are the nuts. I run my M249 and Box Mag on a 7,000 milliamp hour, 7.4 volt. It'll last two days and they are safer, and you can choose what connection you want. Yeah. Ah, oh, mate. Uh, I run a Titan on my M249 Box Mag. So, Andy, do you run your Box Mag through your main Rift battery as well? Basically, is that, is that hardwired in, or is there like a like Dean's connection underneath your your link to the uh, to the uh, rifle battery as well for the box mag? Because mine my box mag just runs off two double A's. I think when I've got I, I put a little rocker switch on the side of it, so when I'm firing, flick it on, it feeds, and then when I finish firing, I just flick it off. Because these sound runs off um, a nine volt battery, which might explain my tag name because I only usually forget them. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better when you go to fire the gun and the battery freaking bag doesn't run. Um, Andy says, I've got a ball gear box mag and it's tied, all tied into the trigger system, so one battery runs both. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like that. That sounds good. Nice. So I'm just writing that down. Um... Yeah, write that down for me as well. Yeah. Write it down twice. <laughs> oh, I have one. <laughs> oh. um, so, right, let's, let's just have a quick break of Octo and talk about a few patches quick. So, obviously, we have... Yes. Now I've got the patches sorted out. These are our glorious patches, which I don't know why that's hovering. Go away. Oh, my. Oh, why is it doing that? Oh, there we go. There it is. So these are our, uh, our new patch offerings. Um, awesome. So we have three Fox patches, uh, which I'll, I'll hold all these up again in a second anyway. Uh, we have the NoFo laser cut patch, which isn't laser cut, but it looks laser cut. Because laser cut is really expensive. So I designed the patch and then worked out that we couldn't afford to sell them. Uh, so we've got them in PVC, um, <laughs> and then we've got the "I'm a bad Novo" patch as well, which is Lance's uh, I'm a bad Lance's little cheeky ball. creation. Come on! Um, <laughs> so these patches, uh, oh, Gaz has just said patches. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, to give you an idea of size, um, can you wear them as glasses like Elton John? Uh, probably can. There you go. Marvelous Rocket Man. Okay. Um, <laughs> So the the foxes. Um, he just does what I say. He does my bidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Put them on your face. Okay. <laughs> don't do it. Over. <laughs> well, you're the team commander, so I just follow your orders normally blindly without any kind of. That's not another answer. Of okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So the foxes. The basically the foxes. Uh, I've never ordered patches before like this. So apologies for my naivety. Um, I didn't order all of these. Uh, because I wasn't sure how many we were going to sell. Um, so I have 40 of the orange arriving. Uh, they'll probably be another month because um, I've only just put the order for these in today um, because it's all to do with cash flow, basically. Um, it's it's a lot of cash to buy upfront all of these patches to then sell on to you guys. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the foxes, I do have a limited number of these. Um, so sort of the early orders of these I'll be able to fulfill, but any others will be pre-ordered. Just, please just bear that in mind. Um, I do, however, have loads of the I'm a bad nofo and the laser cut nofo fox. Um, so all of these will be seven pounds, um, the seven pounds each that includes postage. Uh, now 
I was really hesitant. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I was really hesitant with the seven pounds per patch. Um, and the reason being is because from my perspective, if I were you, I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd be like, oh, maybe that's a bit pricey. Um, now, the reason that we've gone for seven pounds is A, to cover the cost of the patch. B, you get free postage. Um, and then C, we're trying to kind of recoup a little bit of money because this stream costs us money to put together. Um, so we're trying to sort of fund that a little bit. Um, we're not necessarily going to cover the whole of the cost of the stream and stuff like that, but to try and avoid sort of adverts or anything like that, we, we don't want to do that. Um, but we obviously, it costs us, I think, in the region, sort of £160 a year to run the stream. Um, so mm -hmm. we're sort of just trying to recover some of that cost. And to be 100% honest with you, any profit that we make from these patches, we're going to buy stuff to give away to you guys. Um, so please don't see this as a money-making enterprise. I promise you it's not. Um, the only thing I'm obviously going to do is try and recover my own money first because I've got stuff to buy for the wife and the baby um, because apparently buying a large number of these wasn't the best best um, <laughs> best idea. <laughs> I can't see. You know, if we don't sell them all, yeah. you could have them as a mobile hang up above baby's crib. Well, that... If you don't buy enough of them, I might end up having to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically they're seven pounds each. Um, that's the reason for them being seven pounds each. Um, so what the way to, the way that we'll order these is if you do it through PayPal, um, you can PayPal us at nofochat at hotmail.com. Um, I've set that up as a PayPal this afternoon. Um, if you could include your name. On the love these. I lo love these lot. I'll tell you honestly. <laughs> so, all five of each, please. Thank you very much. Fair play. I yeah. feel bad because I genuinely, I would love to sell these for like two pounds each if I can. But you know, because and I'm hoping in the future with some of them, if we get like a little bit of surplus money, that we can buy more, and then it's not so much of a problem. Because um, obviously, the more we buy, the cheaper they get. Um, but yeah, so if you, if you, I'll, I'll put the ordering information on Facebook and Instagram. I think that's going to be the easiest way. Um, and I'll, I'll do like a little bit of spelling out as to how, how to order them and what I need you to send me um, in, in sort of the notes section of the PayPal thing. Um, feel free, if you see me at any point, then I will probably have some of these on me as well. So I'll try and sort of keep keep tabs on that so you can yeah. pay me. If, like, if you see Mike shopping at Asda, and he'll probably have some in a bum bag or something. Just to uh, I actually out. went around. I went around <laughs> early with one on my shoulder. So, um, yeah. or in your, in your jacket, like a right. Like, I'll you know, show like you the ones that I have on me. <laughs> you need to start wearing a long, a long rain jacket and just have them hung up inside. You gotta buy some patches. All right, girl. All right, girl. <laughs> want a patch? <laughs> um, so the only other thing I was going to ask, and this is this is because you know we're all mates on November Foxtrot. Um, when you pay by PayPal, I've worked out that PayPal was steal, and I'm going to use the term steal, uh, up to 40p, depending on if you buy one patch, they'll take basically 40p of that as, as a transaction fee if you pay it by business. Um, if you want to pay us as a business, that's absolutely fine. I'm not going to tell you to buy by friends and family. Um, but if you do pay by friends and family, just note that that means that we get a little bit of the extra money back, if that makes sense. Um, so it's entirely up to you. I'm not going to tell you any other way because I'm a massive advocate of paying as a business, um, especially if you're secondhand airsoft weapons and stuff like that, because the number of people I've seen scammed paying through friends and family. Um, but if it makes you feel any better, if you're worried about it, message me. I'll send you my address and you can come and hunt me down if there's ever a problem. So I'm happy with that. That's not a problem. So there you go. That's that's the patches. Yeah, oh, I know. Right, Andy mate. said. Very nice Andy said that's and, what and scammers say. I know. Some Andy, lovely comments are coming in as well. <laughs> really nice. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. 
Cool. Right. Anyway, that's the patches over and done with. Um, but I'll put all the information on Facebook and Instagram uh, probably later today. Can we just see Elton one more time? Say again? Can we just see Elton one more time? Oh, there you go. Fucking <laughs> 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 child. I know. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Dan says, "What's happening with the care package? Have you donated yet? I'll buy a, a, a patch to go in the box." Oh, that's nice, Dan. There is actually already a patch going in the bag. Um, we've we've paid for that, um, so you don't yeah. have to. But it's very kind of you. Yeah, nice one, mate. Um, right. So yeah, basically, we are still doing the uh, Nofo care package giveaway. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, um, Lance, I think you've actually got it now bagged up. I don't move you know your camera because it will kill your I'm, camera. I'm going to be as gentle as I can without trying to disconnect my camera. <laughs> Just bear with me. Bear with me. Slow-mo time. See, this is why I practice slow-mo at the event. Lance's camera has a slightly dodgy wire, which means every time you move it, um, it sometimes disconnects, which is really helpful. Um, but, yeah, so the care package is still going ahead. Um, we're giving it away at the end of June. Um, so any nominations, please still feel free to send those in. We've had quite a few that come in uh, still. So I think we're up to about 15, 15 nominations now. Um, but that doesn't rule anybody out, you know. It, it's quite heartbreaking to read some of them. But there we go. That is the Bill Sim in a bag. There it is so far. Put it down now. So it's all there. Couple of bits left to go in it. That's a good bit of kit. But yeah, so the Bergen's there. Short back British Army Bergen. Rocket pouches. Put all the kits inside it. It's heavy, man. <laughs> but it's got some good gear in there. That's got some good gear in there. Should we have a little sneak peek? Should we have a little sneak peek? Yeah, go for it. What's, what's some of your highlights, Lance, in there? Um, ammo flask. So this little thermos cup, which will fit inside your ammo pouch for a stag. Wicked little bit of kit. A couple of little these waterproof cases, so you could put um, batteries, charging bank or something in there, cables, and they're fully uh, waterproof. Little uh, hard, hard cases there. Little survival kit or anything like that. They're always good to use. Matches. Um, matches, yeah, matches are cool. Um, I did pick sort of like the, not the dull side, but it's only got the water bottles, cups, jet fuel. I'll be turning around. I think the rest of the gizmos and gadgets. We are waiting on a couple of bits. I'm waiting on a multi-tool. I'm waiting on the monocular. Um, but we have got some... Oh, here we go. So we've got... Um, this is wicked. I've got one of these myself. So this is a USB rechargeable headlamp. Um, capable of displaying a red aspect, so there it is, all in there. Little charging lead comes with it, that's all in there. Um, and this is a wicked bit of kit. I, I always keep this in my bag, like my EDC bag for at work. If my main head torch dies at work, this one is stupid bright for the size of it. That is a wicked little kit bit of kit. Aeon, um, Amazon, great bit of kit that is. So that's one of them in there. Uh, what else we got? We've got can cream, we've got ration packs, we've got heat pads, uh, we've got... Uh, Les, make me cry. Hang on, sorry. Sorry, sec, Lance. Lance has, Les, sorry, has just said, why can't we donate to NoFo anyway to help with the running cost of the feed? You boys are doing a great job and look forward to a Friday night laugh. You're going to genuinely make me cry, Les. So I would rather you buy something, buy some yes. patches, and then um, you can do it that way. Because uh, I don't want I don't want people just to donate for the sake of it. Pebble Explorer Power Bank. They're wicked. Lovely bit of kit, that is. So, so some of this kit's time. obviously new. 
Um, some yep. of it's secondhand, some of it's like XMOD stuff. And this is um, electronic stuff like this. This is all brand new. It's obviously still in the box, all still sealed up. So that's obviously something that we've purchased for the kit. Um, great. And like I said, the actual power bank itself is like half the size of that pack. So it's a wicked, lot, nice little handheld size, digital readout, um, 8,400 milliamp hour battery, smartphone compatible, it charges up to four times. So charge your phone from dead up to four times in that tiny little power bank, two USB outputs. Um, yeah, that's a wicked little bit of kit. So that's another little item in there. Um, and yeah, just everything else you'd expect for a milsim that's in there. You know, you, you got your sleep system, your shelter system, roll mats, um, self-inflating uh, pads to sleep on. Um, there is a large waterproof stuff sack to go in the liner of the bag to line the burger and keep all your kit dry. There's one of them in there. Um, a set of mess tins, um, hexi stove um, with some dragon fuel tabs. There's a um, couple of cans of gas. Uh, there is a stove top to go on that. So you've got you've got best of both worlds. You've got the solid fuel burner and you've got the gas burner. Oh, there is other stuff. Um, you've got your basher poles for your basher. You've got about 50-odd meters of paracord for making up your jungle knots for your basher, for your shelter system. Um, there's a hammock in there. Yeah, it's a full kit. You know, what I mean, we haven't, yeah. we haven't we haven't fucked about with it. It's a proper everything you need to get out uh, to an event. So I just hope um, it goes to the right person. Yeah. But it's like yeah, I said, so, we, um, we we can't emphasize how tough that it's um it's going to be. See, yeah. I mean, and, and Mike has is... um Mike has sent me the links for the for a few more emails that we've received in to look for them. And um, I've got to be honest that I haven't brought myself to look at them yet. Um, so I will make a conscious effort to do that. But um, the the first few that we had were quite. Yeah, not nice, but there we go. This is why we're doing it. This is why we're doing this giveaway. Purely not for you haven't got to like, share, subscribe, tag ten people in it. It's just purely um if you know someone who's had a real shit time of it over the last thirteen, fourteen months, or their kit's been stolen, lost, destroyed, or you know, it's not financially viable for them to fork out for all this kit for a milsim or to you know, they might it, we're aiming it at someone who's like who's into their airsoft, you know, obviously. Uh, who goes to their skirmish days? Who's always wanted to give Milsim a try, or um, but hasn't quite had been able to make that leap, like financially, or they've been into it but they've lost a lot of kit or something's happened. Do you know what I mean? It could be anything like that, or it could be someone who's the best mate of yours and you want them to get into it with you because you do it. Um, it could be something like that. So yeah, that's what I said. Just pop us an email if you've got someone in mind that you think's deserving of it. Um, it sounds really horrible when you say it like that, but do you know what I mean? You get where I'm coming from. Do you know what I mean? So, and we're going to sort of do our do our utmost to sort of pick the. Uh, to pick somebody i don't know how we're going to do it but you know at the end of the day we've got to do it so yeah if um if you if you have any nominations or anything like that please drop it uh an email to nofochat at hotmail.com um yep. and then yeah we sort of include that on there so it's 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 genuinely very tough um mm, yes like, I, I don't know it. how we're going to pick in all honesty and i would love to do like four or five of these bags for a few people because there's, there's some of them on there that are just yeah but yeah, Anywho, okay. yes, that. Oh, so, well, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, next week we're going to be talking. I think we're going to do a general Q and A next week. Um, we are. Yes, I think it's Q and A week next week. Whoa. Yep. Love Q and A. And I'm not working oh, yeah. next week, so I can have a beer. I'm working tonight. 
<laughs> so feel free to get any questions in in advance. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. you can either add them to the um, the various Instagram posts, Facebook posts throughout the week. Uh, you can also contact us via our email at nofochat.hotmail.com. Instagram is November underscore Foxtrot underscore Nofo. Facebook is at November Foxtrot Nofo. And YouTube is November Foxtrot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> It's becoming yeah, an old yeah. hat now. It's not even a surprise now. I get it right every time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm going to absolutely cock out next week. Um, but yeah, so literally, we will be discussing anything and everything. Um, <laughs> Gaz just says, Will he do really it? Did. I did it. Of course, he did, um, Gaz. Never any doubt. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, by all means, fire your questions in and we can have a chat about all things airsoft and Milsim, um, future events coming up and all of that. So, yeah, yeah, definitely cool. a news segment. Or something like that with them. Um, if anyone hears of anything, woo, did it? Yeah, man. No, I so, think he's done uh, it more yeah. than the first time. He's done. Oh, he's done it first time. Sorry, yes, of course he has. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Call me, guys. Oh really God, Wayne. I tell you what, Wayne. I'll try and do that for next time. Do it without do reading it. Without it. Reading oh, it. All, right. all right, and fresh meat. There's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, oh, that's Beautiful. about it. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, it was a bit anticlimactic after sunday because i was so looking forward to octo and i've just absolutely loved every minute of it just getting back out there hanging out with um, my mates it was um, a quick, yeah i mean a quick recap came back on sunday i was like oh okay cool yeah <laughs> but it was brilliant it was a brilliant event it was brilliantly organized it was brilliantly run throughout um the staff the site the facilities as basic as they were you're at a milsim event you're an airsoft site you know as long as you've got something to you know, carry out your normal, your morning ablutions, wash your hands, this and that. Perfect. Park your vehicles up. Go and have a great day in a great game zone. Um, a great event. It was fantastic. You know, I couldn't fault it from the from from Josh at Opto um, to the guys at Gum um, from Gumman. Um, sorry, Ultimate War Games, who have been working so hard to to bring the site up from being quite overgrown by the looks of it, and they were they were smashing the workout all weekend to bring, to get the site up and running. So. Yeah, fair play to him. I can't wait to get back and visit it, and I can't wait to get to another Octo event because it was um, mm. it was brilliant. It was really well run, and I thoroughly enjoyed I can't it. So. <laughs> I Why can't not? Make it because it's very very close to Baby Day. Um, yeah, but it's it's really close to your house as well. No, I know, but it's still. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for you to go. Yeah, I suppose it is. <laughs> No, I personally, I think be. you should bring. I think personally, I think you should hire a caravan, bring Anna along with you, and if anything does happen, then you're there. You can just go. Poof. I might have suggested something similar with the theory of how supportive everyone would be. Um, we but, would be. Yeah. We'd have stretchers ready. Everything. <laughs> nothing could go. Nothing would go wrong. It would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, sorry, I appreciate this is completely changing the topic of the conversation, but um, we were. <laughs> We're talking sort of uh, baby plans and stuff like that at this point and sort of going off to visit various um, maternity units and things. Um, and I've just started calling it a deployment strategy rather than a, a birthing plan. Because um, to me, it just sounds a lot more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Has baby been deployed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my, my plan is to make the whole... Anna doesn't know this, but my, my plan is to make my whole life as, as kind of airsoft-related as possible. So. <laughs> Fair play. We're actually painting our hall in the khaki at the moment. It's called overtly olive, but it's definitely khaki. Let's go. <laughs> Just waiting for the big, the big vinyl wrap to go on the wall with the big fox's head now. Yeah. To turn up. She'll come back. And say, no. There's a line. No. 
Gaz says, Airsoft is delivering a baby. Where's the smoke for cover? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. My iPro, where's my iPro? Hang on, hang on. Sorry. Wayne was at a Milsim the day when his missus went into labor. Is that true, Wayne? I didn't know that. Yeah, my, Wayne, yeah. Fresh Blimey. meat was at a Milsim when his missus uh, went into labor. An Octo event. Um, no, uh, uh, Apocalypse, sorry. Remember that? Yeah. Wasn't best pleased that he had to go, but there we go. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I don't think that would probably be a problem foregoing. But... I was like, fuck's sake, Wayne. Really messed up the team numbers now. <laughs> <laughs> Harry says, first NoFo baby born on the site. Now, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. that would be cool. Um, but also, I don't think it's going to sell it to her, though, mate. I, don't, <laughs> I can't really see it's getting her on board with this. <laughs> we could try. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. When Obviously, you know, when, when she can, I will, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bring her onto the stream and you can all say hello. Yes, absolutely, um, mate. But obviously, she's a little bit busy at the moment, still being grown. Mm. Don't know what they're expecting. Anyway, this is getting weird now. So, um, thanks everyone <laughs> for joining us. Um, <laughs> feel free to join us next week. Um, we'll do have a general Q and A. Um, mm. I'll whack all the stuff on the socials about the patches. Um, I'll do like a little ordering methodology uh, so that everyone can make sure we all get it nice and organised as much as possible. Uh, Jade says, how small is the smallest tack kit you can get? Well, I've already got a tactical baby carrier. Um, and also, it turns out you can buy Build-A-Bear camouflage kit as well, um, awesome. which I'm hoping might fit. So, uh, yeah, it might be an amusing fire there. But um, anywho, right. Say goodbye, Lance. Goodbye, Lance. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Have an absolutely epic week. and uh, Cheers, guys. Yeah. See you then. Ciao. Nice one. Laters. <laughs>